The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's do this thing! Welcome to the revolution. We're back! Oh! (laughs) Like, who are you talking to, I guess? A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a riddle wrapped in a mystery. Something, something or other. Inside an enigma. You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want in. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. It's time for us hunters to unite. It's on. To get out and fill our freezers, yo. Getting crispy. Fried meat in a skillet. Amen. Pure protein. Chasing after moose. Let's hunt. Hunting after bear. Gonna attack some deer. Maybe a squirrel. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. Here we go. Here we go. MOTV. Crank up the jam. Got my camo. So, Jimbo. Yes. What are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about flatheads, firepower, and total outdoor freedom, whatever the heck that means. I have to admit, I'm kind of surprised you got that one out. <laughs> that was amazing. It, well, Kudos. It's a triple hitter there. <laughs> Kudos to you. All right. So, did you have a good Memorial Day weekend? Did have a good Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to the fourth. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we are talking of flatheads, firepower, and total outdoor freedom on today's show. Just here in a second going to be joined by a cat daddy cat daddy the kansas cat man yeah i think he just recently hooked up with some massive flatheads who's going to be joining us after that after that's going to be john scout yeah and he is with uh shooting, shooting usa yeah shooting usa that's outdoor channel wednesdays at 9 p.m eastern time i you know one of the things we should ask him is what the heck's going on with all the ammunition yeah uh that's kind of have, uh, you, have you been to to the gun store recently bass pro they got nothing absolutely nothing. they're calling me for ammunition johnny is <laughs> Yeah. Johnny's a great guy. He texted me earlier. He said he doesn't call you. Right, so, and finally, we're going to wrap things up with Chef Jeremy Critchfield. I said I don't call him either. Uh, he is with Mountaintop Outdoors. That's Sports Machine on Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Maybe talk a little camping. Oh. Perhaps some cooking. I love camping. Guy's an amazing chef. All right, let's get to Get This Cat Daddy. And it's brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now, here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. He is the last remaining pirate in Kansas. <laughs> you know, Kansas, Arg. they had a lot of pirates uh, back in the day. <laughs> yeah. All right, Cat Teddy, the Kansas Catman, your old pirate. How's it going, buddy? That's going good, going good, boys. Let me tell you something, man. When you're a captain like me, oh, did I say I was a captain? <laughs> I always thought I was the first mate. Anyway, <laughs> we was out on the Kansas River the other day and had some folks in from Colorado. And, you know, we caught some really nice fish, had some uh, limb lines hanging out there, caught a couple 40s and 50s. And, wow, wow. And flatheads and blue cats. Everything was sweet until we come up to check the last line. I bent over, went to crank the motor up, big old 
boom, took off, you know. Oh! The motor, motor blew up on the O2 in the tub, and we were stuck, boy. I mean, stuck in the mud. No way! Seriously! Uh, a mile and a half upriver. A mile and a half upriver. Thank goodness, man. I was, I was fishing upriver instead of downriver. Yeah. Did you huckleberry fin it? Were you out there with some poles? What were you doing? <laughs> Well, the river's about 18, 20 feet deep right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's how high it raised up. And, uh, man, we we just we was at the mercy of the current. Oh, jeez. And I, I tell you, it, it was a rough time, you know. I got 45-pound lead anchors. We had to take them lead anchors and throw them anchors out the side of the boat and ukumbayu for about a mile and a half. Oh, my goodness. I bet you yeah, were tired. Uh, <laughs> Uh, those Colorado folks didn't know what they got into. I told them, I said, when you read my literature that I put out to you folks, you see where it says the capital letters of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that we had a good time, you know, uh, Chris Belzer and his wife and their daughter Stacy, they had a really good time. Caught the biggest fish of his life, you know, and and had one hell of an adventure doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the thing is, when you, when the water's rolling that bad, uh, it's it's almost dangerous to go out there, isn't it? Oh, almost, almost. And, you know, catfishermen walk a fine line between insanity and reality. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he says, almost. <laughs> no, it's, it's not quite there. I don't want to see where Cat Daddy's cutoff point is. Uh, that's pretty wild. Hate to live on the difference. But I'm going to tell you what, though, man. This high water, you were seeing some tremendous action. A couple 40-pounders, and you said you were using uh, bank poles or limb lines. What was that? Limb lines was using. Man, I tell you, and, you know, it, it was a good time. Nice fish. The fish was nice and healthy looking. You know, it, it, it was just a really good day. There was two days of fishing. The pole fishing was a little hard the first day, but we set the lines and we come back and had some really good action. We caught six fish all together, you know, but they were nice, big old fat hogs. Wow. Yeah, now here in Kansas, of course, you're over there in the Topeka area, and of course, uh, people are hearing you on uh, our WIBW station there in Topeka. The fact of the matter is, it's quit raining now for a while, and uh, how long do you think it's going to take before that 18 feet goes down to waiting depth? Well, i tell you what, when we got back, it had already started dropping that, that morning. It was just a hard visual to see the very next day, you know, I looked and the river done dropped about three feet, so it's got a little ways to go. We got a lot of rain out here, you know. I took mom out fishing yesterday, and uh, whoa, Pomona Lake, 16 feet above stage where oh. we fished on the boat ramp. Wow. Completely underwater. No way. That is insane. That's a ton of water. Oh, yeah. man. They're, they're, uh, they're busting water out of Pomona. Yeah. Now, now you, you, you blew the motor in uh, the tuna tub. Were you and Mama out there on your five-gallon buckets? Yeah, we, we were trying to find our spot down in Pomona, and like I said, it was about 17, 18 feet underwater. So uh, we finally found us a little lake, Osage County State Lake over there south of Topeka, and you're only allowed two fish per day per person, and uh, uh, we caught our four, and we just come on home and, had, you know, had a nice catfish dinner. Wasn't it you that used to go fishing in the Governor's Pond? Isn't yeah, that- I used to go to Governor's Pond and fish a little bit, catch bait, and at night? <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, me and the governor, we're pretty tight. <laughs> pretty tight in handcuffs. Um, now, is the tuna tub... Better than leg iron. Go ahead. <laughs> is the tuna tub in the repair shop? Because everybody wants to know, are you going to be getting back out on the water anytime soon? Did you have to move around trips? I mean, blowing an engine's a big deal. Oh, man. You know, it... it, it 
just got me just speechless, boys. Yeah. Let me tell you, I dropped it off at Arnie's Marina up there in Lawrence, and they do a really good job. Keith works on, he's a good old boy. He'll get me out after on the water before long. As a matter of fact, I'm waiting on a phone call as we're talking. Yeah, I know Jimbo's been whittling a paddle. Yeah, this, this whole time yeah. we've been talking. Put your name. <laughs> put your name in it. Um, so Cat Daddy's going to be the only guy in Kansas that you know he he fishes the rivers with a sailboat. Is yeah. what he's going to do. <laughs> Pray for the wind, boys. Pray for the wind. All right, so Mr. Cat Daddy, uh, the tuna tub. We're all sitting here. We're joining hands. We're praying. Uh, she's going to get back up and running. You're going to get back out on the water. Do you have? It, you know, we're creeping up on that Fourth of July holiday, like a month away, a little less. Yeah, a little oh, less. I know it. I know it. Yeah. 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 I got a few dates open, but boy, I tell you, I've been booking pretty tight. Yeah. So booking where, pretty tight. Where can we find you online, buddy? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. You bet. If you'd like to write old Cat Daddy and maybe send him a photograph of your motor, or send him a motor, please tape it on the side of his boat. <laughs> That's right. Uh, send it to Cat Daddy underscore one. At MSN.com. And this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine. H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is John Scouten. He's the co-host of Shooting USA. That's Outdoor Channel Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. He is the one to blame for shooting Cat Daddy's engine. I know it. That's right. We'll ask him about it. (laughs) All right, Mr. Cat Daddy, we love you, brother. Hey, you guys take care, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Another adventure story, no doubt. Attention Jim and Trav shoppers. JimandTrav.com currently has a 50% off sale on all coronavirus doomsday bug out bags. These bags are Alex Jones tested and are Rod Blagojevich approved. All coronavirus doomsday bug out bags at JimandTrav.com are made in America and nicely packaged in a Hello Kitty backpack. Thanks for shopping at JimandTrav.com where we're always keeping you safe and informed. Big ideas come alive when you're backyard ready. Discover the very best in outdoor living all in one place. We're ready when you're ready at GameAndFishMag.com forward slash backyard. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. I tell you, they're lazy, worthless bums. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's John Scouten from Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hey, we are back. We're talking flatheads, firepower, and total outdoor freedom on this week's show. Our next guest, Ben, he's the cause of all the shortage in ammunition. That's right. He is yeah. the man with the plan. Just now joining us, Mr. John Scouten. We salute him. He is the co-host. Shooting USA, you can catch it anytime. Outdoor Channel Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. New episodes literally all year. This man never stops. Mr. John, how's it going, buddy? Dude, going so well, and that is an epic intro, I have to say. <laughs> However, I personally am not the cause of the ammo shortage. <laughs> man, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. All right, so here's the deal. Okay, you guys cover all things shooting related. Doesn't really matter the discipline. You guys are always on the road. You know, last week you came back from Talladega. So awesome. The ammunition shortage, though. This affects... It's a real thing. You know, whether you're just a recreational shooter or a competition shooter, if you're a hunter, if it's strictly self-defense purposes, the ammunition shortage affects everyone. Is there an end in sight? What what are you seeing out there, buddy? 
All right, that is a big question. There are a lot of answers to that question. So, <laughs> and some of them are with, true. <laughs> well, you got to start with the fact that there are an estimated 7.2 million new gun owners in the market over the course of last year, over the course of 2020. 7.2 million new people. Wow. Not counting all the people who already own firearms, whatever description. So think of the toilet paper shortage and then think of 7.2 million people all of a sudden realizing that they need toilet paper also. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> gross to think about, but the manufacturing process bottlenecks in a couple of places and the manufacturers are doing all and everything that they can at a, at a massive, massive capacity scale. But there are bottlenecks when it comes to things like the components. And I'm talking about primers. Because there aren't many companies that actually make primers. Now, the companies that do make primers are making as many as they can, and they are making all of them. But then it goes on from that to the actual raw materials, lead, copper, brass, things like that. In raw material form, those have become harder to get, more expensive, and things like that. But at the end of the day, ammo manufacturers are turning out ammo at a record pace, you know, I know for a fact that Hornady is running three shifts. They are making as much ammunition as is even feasible at this point. And as a matter of fact, we have another production crew with another producer in Grand Island over this past weekend, and they are doing an insider story into how much effort and how much material is going into Hornady's efforts to meet this massive demand that has come up. And it is an interesting sort of a overlap because... We just came back from the USPSA's first ever two-gun national. So in this particular two-gun format, it was pistol and pistol caliber carbine. And mm. the majority of people competed both with 9 millimeter in pistol and then, of course, 9 millimeter in their PCC. And the round count for this particular match was 250 for each gun. Wow. And, I mean, that that certainly adds up. So yeah. You know, that might, you would, you would look at that at face value and go, how are people even going to be able to participate in that? Well, it's an interesting thing from the USPSA standpoint. They have a major ammunition sponsor that sponsors all of their events. And oh, wow. as part of that sponsorship, they have an allocation of ammunition that if you are a registered competitor for an event, you can purchase 500 or 1,000 rounds of that manufacturer's ammunition at that event for retail price. Oh, no price gouge, no jacking up of price. So they're making ammunition available to those who want to come and shoot. The majority of the top 2%, the guys who are the best in the world, they all either have ammunition sponsors or they're loading their own ammunition. Anybody who's really competitive at that cutting edge is loading their own. But again, people who are loading their own are feeling the squeeze because, again, components are hard to come by. The future is bright in that 7.2 million new gun owners eventually will have enough ammunition where they're not trying to continuously buy ammunition. But the reaction piece in the market is if you see it, oh, my gosh, I see it. I haven't seen ammo here in so long. I have to buy it. I'm going to buy as much as this retailer will allow me to. That will eventually curtail just like it did with toilet paper and all of the other things. So it's a, uh, it's one of those things where it's almost like a waiting game. You sort of have to ride it out. The people who have historically competed in the, in the shooting sports are realizing there's a squeeze, but 
the majority of them were prepared for it, if that makes sense. Yeah, Mr. John Scouton, he is the co-host, Shooting USA Outdoor Channel, all new episodes. Check them out Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You guys truly are Shooting USA, and your dad, Jim, such a great guy. America's longest-running shooting sports show. In all of you, you guys' time doing this and traveling around and introducing people and hanging out with competition shooters and entry level, have you guys ever seen a spike in, you know, shooting participants as there has been since 2020? What was the greatest uptick that you guys had seen up until 2020? Was there anything ever comparable to this or not really? You know, back in the kind of 08, There was a buying surge, but as far as the shooting sports specifically being populated by people or people wanting to get out and get involved in the shooting sports, whatever that discipline might be, uh, I I feel like that's a function right now of people having been told for the last year, you can't go here. You can't go to a, a... let's say, a a music venue and listen to live music. You can't go to restaurants. You know, that's starting to change and that's starting to evolve, but It was an interesting thing for me because the shooting sports never really had to fall into that. Only a few big national events in 2020 were actually canceled. Many of them were moved, changed venues in a couple of instances, or were moved to states that were a little more open later on in the year in 2020. And people were making their way there. It was You didn't see as many people flying anymore, and you certainly still don't see the international competitors. But by and large, people do want to get out. People do want to go and shoot. And that's a, it's a fantastic recreational activity, especially in this environment, because it's outside, typically. And it's, there's a community aspect to it that I think is thriving. And, and we've seen that. Um, the matches that I'm covering and have been covering this spring have all been to capacity. And, uh, and, and people are enjoying the fact that the shooting sports are still going on. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break, uh, John. Can you stick around? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with John Scouton. Of course, he's co-host of Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. John, to learn more about you guys, Shooting USA, uh, how we could tune in, watch previous episodes, new episodes, your partners, where you're going to be, where can we find you online, buddy? Yep, shootingusa.com is the hub. There you go. You'll be able to find out everything about the shows that we've run, the show that's running this week. Of course, Outdoor Channel, Wednesday nights. And don't forget myoutdoortv.com. We're streaming there. You can watch, oh, sheesh, at this point, six or seven years worth of Shooting USA and Shooting USA's Impossible Shots content, myoutdoortv.com. When you're burning through all that toilet paper, you can sit there on your phone and watch MOTV. (laughs) 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 All right. I mean, it's it's the future. Yeah. Hey, more John Scouton right after this. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, no one will ever love you more than Jim and Trav will. Wow, that's pretty creepy. Call the boys now, 785-846-7647. And don't move. The Revolution will be right back. Texas Motor Speedway has always been a special place. From the asphalt to the whitetail woods. A lot of the times we'll do things away from the track. NASCAR driver Jeb Burton lives a double life on the racetrack and off the beaten path. Going to a track where you've had success just builds confidence leading into the weekend. We hear something coming up and I see it's my target buck that I'm going after. 
Crossroads with the Burtons, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Hey, welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Ta-da! Now, let's get back to John Skelton from Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking flatheads, firepower, and total outdoor freedom on this week's show. And before the break, we had John Scout on. He is the co-host of Shooting USA. Yeah, it's Outdoor Channel Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, you can always go back. They've got like six, seven, I don't know, maybe 52 seasons on MOTV. Now, let's. you, you were talking about introducing, if we want to keep, you know, firearm ownership alive, if we want to keep shooting uh, enthusiasts going. We have to introduce more people to the sport, and there is a an uptick, a rise uh, in popularity in trap shooting in schools. You know, after Columbine, uh, there was a huge decline, uh, but now it's starting to uh, gain a lot of momentum. This is a great thing for introducing uh, young kids to shooting sports, trap shooting. Yeah, one hundred percent. The shotgun sports. Uh, have always been strong, even at the high school level, uh, especially down here in Tennessee. There are a number of very competitive uh, high school shotgun teams. There are also teams made up of high school age kids that are run by the 4-H. And, you know, those culminate or historically have culminated the best teams at the Grand. And uh, there was a lull uh, at the Grand for 2020, but they're back stronger than ever. And the shotgun sports are a unique piece in that it's one of those things. It's a shooting sport that is still some, you know, a little more mainstream accepted. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the the shotgun sports are an Olympic sport. So there's an aspirational piece. You can carry that on to the Olympics. Uh, In the South, there is not an awful lot of biathlon, but again, an Olympic sport. So, Olympic small bore shooting is conducted at uh, the Talladega Marksmanship Park. The CMP oversees a lot of that. So there, there are those unique sort of niche sports within the shooting sports that may have a little more mainstream appeal and may be a little more acceptable in that bigger scope. Not that any of the practical shooting sports shouldn't be thought of the same way. It's just that for some reason the shotgun sports have that more broader appeal, if that makes sense. Well, a nice thing is, too, is boys and girls both can compete. It doesn't have, like, the traditional athletic ability that you have to be a so football level star. playing field. Yeah, it's a level playing yep. field, and speed and strength really don't play into it. It's more or less coordination and practice. Gender neutral. And I'm going to tell you what, I get my butt smoked by the ladies all the time. <laughs> They're just better shots, yep. in my opinion. And that's, that's one of the big things that the Scholastic Clay Target program is built on, is the fact that there are just as many girls shooting alongside alongside the boys, and there are co-ed teams. There, and I think that same model applies to steel shooting, and that's why an offshoot of the SCTP is uh, they have a steel shooting version. And again, girls are every bit as competitive in steel competition. You don't have to move and shoot in steel; it's stand and shoot. Five steel targets, do it as fast as you can, do it five times, and you keep your best four times as your score. 
And we're finding in this new age, especially with the rimfire guns, that the girls are every bit as competitive as the guys and in many cases hold equal world records. Mm. Are you finding that uh, talking with folks around the country that the young people who are just starting out are realizing that the gun really doesn't hurt you unless the wrong person's holding it? And uh, they're they're well, learning they're learning firearm safety in the process. I know when I was in the Boy Scouts, and that was like, oh, caveman days. But nevertheless, um, we had a shooting uh, badge that we could get, and I'm sure yep. that that's probably still going on, isn't it? The the shooting sports as a whole and in general all have junior programs of some description. All recognize junior shooters, and it falls on the parents who are interested in those shooting sports to bring their children along. And many times it starts with kids just being on the range and observing. And ultimately it becomes a, it becomes an accountability piece for everyone who is guiding children of whatever age into those important years where they are going to become the adult that they will eventually become. And sometimes that happens earlier and sometimes it happens later. There really is no handbook. Obviously any parent will tell you that, but there's an accountability piece that goes into that. And, you know, a lot of times it comes from a direct parent. A lot of times it comes from a mentorship. And that's one of those things that you find pretty regularly within the shooting sports is uh, somebody who falls into a position of, of mentor after some, you know, potential junior shooters or junior shooters who show interest find their way to a club level. And it's a task that everyone who is a steward of the future of the shooting sports, and that's every person who participates in any shooting discipline, you have to take that accountability piece, meaning you are an ambassador to that sport at all times. It's up to you to have a knowledgeable and effective conversation about your passion about your shooting sport and be prepared to potentially play the role of mentor and take on Mm -hmm. uh, that accountability piece and helping somebody develop a better understanding, whether it's a 12, 13, 14, 15 year old, or it's a 30 or 40 year old who's bought their first firearm during the 2020 pandemic. (laughs) You have that responsibility as a firearms owner and as a participant in the shooting sports to be that good steward and be that mentor at any moment. And, you know, it sounds a lot like Christian faith. Be ready to have a real conversation about Christ with anyone at any time. The same can be said about the Second Amendment and about our right to keep and bear arms and about our right to have fun and and essentially participate in the sports that we all love. You bet. Hey, that we was, get that was a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so well put together. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted it to go on, you know, and then say, and they lived happily ever after. I, you could do our job. <laughs> all right, Mr. John Scout, and he is the co-host and producer, Shooting Essay Outdoor Channel. That's Wednesdays, nine p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, this has been presented though by I'm not sure. That's my outdoor TV. <laughs> Stream on your favorite device. Download, watch anywhere, anytime. Shooting. USA pick up all sorts of uh, previous seasons shooting USA mile tour TV and mile tour TV.com again Mr. John to learn more about you shooting USA your partners where you're going to be where can we find you online yep shooting USA.com and then of course on Facebook uh, Jim's got a real strong following and he stays active on uh, the Jim Scout and shooting USA Facebook page 
I've got a John Scouten Facebook page. If you don't like Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, John Scouten Official. And of course, there's a Shooting USA Instagram. That's where you'll see pictures and story pieces about what we're doing and where we are as we're running all over the country, bringing you the story of the shooting sports. So this Friday, we'll pack up and head to Cameo in Colorado, Grand Junction, Colorado, one of the most beautiful shooting venues yeah. in our country. So I'm looking forward to that one. You bet. Hey, that was John Scouten. And of course, coming up next is Chef Jeremy Critchfield. Yeah, the co-host Mount Top Outdoors at Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. John, man, you're a legend. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks, guys. It was fun. When you listen to The Revolution every week, you become a part of the family. I leave the toilet lid down when I pee. (laughs) You get to know what they like. I absolutely love cold pizza and beer. What they dislike. I hate using deodorant. Who they are. I only have one pair of pants and they're gyms. And what makes them tick. That's easy. Guns, trucks, watches, and Tommy Bahama. So be a part of the family. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue. (laughs) Oh my God. Next. Texas Motor Speedway has always been a special place. From the asphalt to the whitetail woods. A lot of the times we'll do things away from the track. NASCAR driver Jeb Burton lives a double life on the racetrack and off the beaten path. Going to a track where you've had success just builds confidence leading into the weekend. We hear something coming up and I see it's my target buck that I'm going after. Crossroads with the Burtons, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Flathead's firepower and total outdoor freedom is on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's another two-parter with Chef Jeremy Critchfield, co-host of Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Flathead's firepower and total outdoor freedom on this week's show. And before the break, we had John Scouten. You remember old John? Great guy from Shooting USA. Yeah, it's hard to remember six minutes ago. That's a tough <laughs> one. You know, we got a little mix-up here. We have Jay Voithofer. He is the best man. Now, nah, he's the co-host. That's Mountaintop Outdoors Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, alongside the Hunt Chef, Chef Jeremy. Uh, but Jay, how's it going, buddy? Hey, it's good, guy. Guys, we're here in southwestern Pennsylvania dealing with some of the humidity and, and uh, hot, sticky stuff that you guys deal with in the Midwest uh, this time of year. We normally don't have it um, here a lot in the summer because we live in one of the highest points in Pennsylvania, but it's here, guys, so we're getting through it like you are out there. Yeah, now spring bear hunting is kind of winding down, isn't it? Yeah, um, you know what? I, with everything being locked down way up north, uh, we didn't have a chance to make it up there um, this spring, but last spring we were up there. And what an amazing hunt we had. We were in uh, uh, northern Alberta, right on the, the edge of British Columbia. And uh, I took two Booner Bears. My buddy took two Booner Bears. Uh, we were with Northern Tail Outfitters, and it was uh, it was an amazing hunt. Um, I think we saw 30-some bears in five days. Holy uh, cow, are you serious? Yeah, so we, uh, we, we got some of that back to the hunt chef, and the hunt chef has that... Uh, um, brine kit during the uh, it's on the hunt chef seasoning blends right yeah so you buy this bag kit and uh we put a bear ham in there the hunt chef did he um uh, injected it let it set for a couple of days and bam smoked that thing and you guys would be amazed with um the taste of bear 
you know, I've never liked the taste of bear until I tried it. Honestly, I, I gave it away or, or, uh, parted with it with some friends, you know, and, and, uh, uh, that's what he does, man. He teaches people how to eat it better. I, I've seen, uh, you know, the hunt chef, chef Jeremy, the, the stuff, the creations that he comes up with is just fascinating. It looks, oh my God, you the sit there. The pairings are what? Yeah, mountaintop outdoors. You're, you're sitting there on like your Facebook lives or whatever. And you're like, oh my God. But what I really like is how you guys break it down. You say, you know, it doesn't take very many ingredients. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. And these meals, they're like four star, you know, cuisine. I don't know. I'm not like a foodie. But to me, I would give it five thumbs up is what I would do. <laughs> hey, we, we appreciate that, guys. And, and uh, we appreciate everybody that tunes in to the Hunt Chef Live. We do Hunt Chef Live every Tuesday night on uh, social media, on Facebook. And uh, it's usually Hunt Chef and myself. And we're cooking something wild, right? We uh, I think we took cooked turkey, wild turkey five ways and bear four ways this spring on um, Hunt Chef Live. And, and uh, it's amazing with some of the engagements that we get on there. If you guys lost, uh, watched the last one, um, actually two weeks ago, we, uh, we always do a roll call, right? And ask yeah. people where they're from and we give away t-shirts and stuff and spices, that kind of thing. Um, we had people from five countries in there and that's no. just really cool wow. to see, um, that everybody, um, joining in to see exactly what you just said, because chef, chef is really something special because he, not only does he make it his own, he turns it into culinary perfection at the end, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it really is something that is, uh, delicious, but at the same time, um, you know, when they say eat with your eyes, he does such a good job with that because he turns it into something like uh, culinary. Wow. You're like, man, look at that. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Once again, hanging out with Jay Voidhofer, the co-host, Mountaintop Outdoors, that Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, and be checking for updates with Season 2 uh, release and currently filming content. You know, you and I discussed this a couple months ago when you are on, uh, Mr. Jay. Your enthusiasm for the outdoors, and but more importantly, though, encouraging other people and how you guys engage. The, there truly is, I would say, no other group following TV show like you guys that is outdoor centric, but inclusive. Because if you watch, you know, your Facebook lives or your interactions and how you dive into questions with everybody, your passion for the outdoors truly is contagious, man. I, I really appreciate that. And, and uh, yeah, so for y'all, that for everybody out there who doesn't know, I produce a show uh, myself and, and Hunt Chef and I don't hold anything back. Um, there's a, a lot of people out there that think that there's a, a black and white rhythm to um, a show, and, and we try to stay as far away from that as we can. Um, you know, we, we want to be us and show people that we are um, normal guys. We both work a day job and, and uh, chase the dream every minute we can. We have some good people around us, and, and uh, hopefully the viewership grabs onto that. We're really excited for season two here on the Sportsman Channel, and uh, in my mind, fellas, I'm just trying to uh, figure out how I follow up my last whitetail season. I had a, <laughs> I had a, a, a year, a rookie season, if you will, that I couldn't dream up any better in the whitetail world. And uh, so I'm, I'm just trying to stack the deck again. Uh, I know I told you all last time I got it in Illinois for six or seven years, and I'm trying to, you know, put the pieces of the puzzle back together. I didn't draw a lot of big tags out west, um, so that sucks. Um, but I, I'm going to do two elk hunts this year, and then just focus on whitetails down the middle and. You know, I think I'm going to spin the show a little more of the way that it, it flowed out this year. Um, so we traveled, to, me and my cameraman traveled the road in a camper for 79 days. Wow. Um, as soon as we wrapped up, the, I'm a golf course superintendent in my day job. As soon as we wrapped up the golf course in October, we just hit the road. 
And um, I'm going to include more of that, of the travel experience this year as well, because I think people want to see that, um, especially some of the public land hunts out west that we have lined up, Montana being our biggest one. We drew a combo tag, um, public land in Montana, and um, we're going to spend 14 days there. And, and we're excited to, to show the Phone is ringing. Oh, my God. Hey, we lost you, man. I don't know what happened. Where, what's the last thing you heard? Uh, you said, I'm just excited, and it went click. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. AT&T cut us off. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We've got to take a break. Can you stick around for another part? I can do that. I'm excited. Thanks, guys. Great. Hey, we're talking with Jay Voighthofer, and, of course, uh, he is a co-host of Mount Dop Outdoor. Yeah, Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, alongside the Hunt Chef. That is Chef Jeremy Critchfield. Uh, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. J, to learn more about you guys, Mountaintop Outdoors, uh, and also to catch your Facebook Lives, where can we find you online, man? You guys can uh, check us out at mountaintopoutdoors.com, uh, huntchef.com, on Facebook at Mountaintop Outdoors, on Facebook at Hunt Chef, on Instagram at Mountaintop Top Outdoors and uh, on YouTube, Mountaintop Outdoors. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. All right. Hey, board Jay. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. Back in business. Lock and load. Looking back at some of the best of Jim and Trav. Let the good times roll. Here's the deal. You, you only kneel to two things. To Jesus and then your wife when you've been bad. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be back right after these important messages. Savor the finer things in life. Hunting, fishing, and eating. Every adventure starts in the field and ends on the fork. Join epic outdoorsmen Steve Ranella, Daniel Vitalis, and Tommy Gomes as they hunt, fish, and forage around the world to create the perfect meal. I could eat the snot out of this thing all day long. The most mouth-watering night in Outdoor Channel history. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air and online at JimandTrav.com. Talking flatheads, firepower, and total outdoor freedom. Now let's rejoin the boys and Chef Jeremy Critchfield, co-host of Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Flatheads, Firepower, and Total Outdoor Freedom in this week's show. Before the break, guess what? We had Jay Voidhofer on, and boy, he was talking about all kinds of... Sounds like he's a jack-of-all-trades with golf courses and that's right taxidermy and, and whatever by spirit we are also being joined by the hunt chef i feel him i can smell <laughs> his amazing cuisine uh but you know i, I feel him too yeah in <laughs> his, his amazing beard yeah. i love that guy um all right uh, so mountaintop outdoors that is sportsman channel wednesday 7 30 p.m Eastern time um you know as we get to the end of spring coming up on summer you know, the best way I really think to spend it is camping as much as you can. And if you have kids, you need to get them outdoors. You need to take them camping. They need to have the same experiences we did as children. Is that something you guys like doing? Yeah, man, 100%. So uh, maybe if people don't know, I, I travel the country in a camper all season long, like I was saying, because my wife and I in the summertime, um, we, we love to take our kids camping. I have two boys, Henrik and Heath, um, five and, and two and a half. And I, I tell you what, um, personally, last year I, I pulled around a uh, 24-foot Salem camper by Forest River, and I'm actually upgrading to the Palomino by uh, Forest River. 
And I grew up camping in a tent, so camping has changed a lot in the last 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like there's such an outdoor experience that kids miss out on, and I feel like there was a lot of families that got back into it during what happened across the country here in the last year and a half. You know, whether it's biking, hiking, fishing, camping in the summer, there's so many great summer activities and, and great national parks in the, across the country, um, all the way from Maine um, down to Big Bend in Texas. People just, uh, they need to get outdoors more. And, and uh, I'm so excited to spend the, the next couple of, well, six to eight weeks. I'll probably camp four or five times with my, my boys and my wife. And we love them, man. It's not like camp coffee in the morning and throwing that bacon on the fire. On Chef Bacon, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, wrapped in foil and, and um, enjoying some, some elf loin, thinking about this September. Yeah, now, I want to go back to the trailer because I have spent yep. more than my fair share in a wall tent in freezing conditions, waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning, building the fires for, you know, the, the hunters because I was too yep. young, so you're just a little runt in camp, you know. That's fine. Yep. That's wonderful. I like the idea of a camper, though, because, <laughs> well, here's the deal. Mama really, you know, my wife, she is like a rugged outdoors woman. She likes camping. But I'm going to tell you what, there is something about having a camper. It's a little more comfy. Also yep. with, you know, COVID restrictions, you don't have to yep. stop anywhere, man. You could take everything with you. You get your permit. You can go to the lake. You can go to National Forest somewhere and camp. You could be gone six weeks. It doesn't matter if yep. there's bad weather. You're safe. You're happy. I think that personally is a great idea. And then when the in-laws come, they can sleep in it in the driveway. <laughs> you know, I, I can't believe how far campers have come in the last 10 years at yeah. least, right? So I, I uh, my camper I bought used, it was uh, two years old. It was a Forest River, Salem. And uh, I just recently went and upgraded to the Forest River, Palomino. And I, I tell you what, uh, to your point, for people that work jobs like school teachers um, that have the summer off, my mom's a, a counselor in the school system, has been a social worker her whole life. Um, you know, she can't wait to take my boys to the grandma camping for like a month or two a year. In the summer, obviously, off and on, but that's, that's the reality of it today. You hit the nail on the head. They're, they're homes away from home. You have all the amenities at home, um, everything you can keep in there so that you keep their, the kids' attention span and the, the family's attention span longer. It's not like, so that's the other side of sleeping in a tent, right? Because you only want to sleep in a tent so many nights after you were in your warm, cozy bed um, the night before. But when you're in a camper, now it's not so bad. Now you're halfway there, but you're still enjoying the wild outdoors. You're still enjoying the uh, the great national parks, state parks here in the beautiful United States. And, and I just think that one of the big reasons that camping has got so hot here, obviously what happened in the world, like you were saying with COVID, you don't have to stop anywhere. But people never realized how cool it was because the campers are so nice today, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, when they had the, uh, and I don't know if they still are out there, Campgrounds of America, KOA. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. You know, yep. that, that's nice. That's like camping in a city. You got to get yeah, and out KOA there. KOA has them everywhere, right? We can go on the, my cameraman, Ryan, and I, you know, traveled to, not to cut you off, but we traveled the country this year and we had the KOA app on our phone. We stayed in multiple KOAs and that was kind of cool. Because you get the same thing every time. A nice clean shower bathhouse. You don't have to hook up or you can't hook up in and out, but there's a, there's a consistency. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. Same thing with the national parks. The, the national parks are amazing, um, for the ones that, that have the, the campground set up. And I think it ever so boosted their, um, sales and campsites and stuff with everything going on last year because it seemed like, um, when we talked to some of the park rangers and the camp facilities here through the fall, um, that was post 
the um, the camping season during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was was in a big upswing. There was tons of tons of uh, uh, people saying they had their best season ever, and you love to hear that. Yeah. Um, from State Park. Well, it, it looks as though, and, and Trav was just on their site, uh, they have just about every size to fit every budget. You get out there, and once yep. you've made the investment, uh, yep. you've got it You've got it really for a lifetime because, let's face it, yep. you're going to use it two or three weeks, maybe four weeks out of a whole year. If you take it hunting in the fall, you may use it six or eight weeks. It's going to last you 10, 12, 15, even 20 years. Yep, and the market that you just talked about um, also doubles down. So if you're the hunter like um, we are, we can use it in the fall for what we love to do, right? But then we can take mom and the kids camping in the summer. So financially, you're like, man, there's there, there's the Civic, and then there's the the Platinum F250 in, in the camper world, just as much as there is anything else, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the thing is, Trav's wife is kind of a rugged gal. I mean, she likes the outdoors yeah. and so forth. My wife is a diva. And so I yep. think that I could talk. That's her a into, nice way of putting it. Yeah, I think I could talk <laughs> her into going. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the thing is, you could talk just about anybody going camping with you or, you know, if I get a trailer, then they, they could go yep. with me. But the fact of the matter is, it's just fun. And you know what? You're away from all of the day's life, you know, the distractions and so forth. And you're just out there. And the first thing you hear in the morning is the world waking up, which is really cool. Right. And they have these outdoor cooking facilities, these outdoor, uh, when I say outdoor cooking facilities, a lot of these campers now, at least our new one um, from Forest River, the, the Palomino, it has a, a fold-out grill on the outside. You don't have to go back in the camper to wake up the kids in the morning so you can still enjoy your adult time in the morning. Whoever thought of that, I love you. You're a genius. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We're talking with uh, Jay Voidhofer, and, of course, he is with Mountain Top Outdoors. That's right. Alongside the hunt chef, Chef Jeremy Critchfield, that is Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And this has been brought to you by Yamaha's uh, off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online. Check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. And I'm just going to say, uh, what? Was that forest? What forest river Palomino, guys? Forest river. Awesome I gotta get. Sounds I was like my home away from home. I was just looking at one and I want one now. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go tell the wife. All right, so we gotta get to a break now. Where can we find you online, Jay? You guys can find us at Mountaintop Outdoors Hunt Chef or Mountaintop Outdoors Hunt Chef on Facebook or on YouTube at Mountaintop Outdoors. We appreciate you guys. All right, we gotta get to break. We will return right after this. Don't go anywhere. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. This show is perfect for people with ADD. Oh, look, a chicken. Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We'll be right back. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. 
How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help Help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Travis this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com Hey, what a great show this week. I gotta tell you, talking about flatheads, firepower, and total outdoor freedom with our three guests. Yeah, Cat Daddy, Jimbo can't remember him. John Scouten and uh, Jay Voidhofer. Yeah, yeah. Because Chef, he couldn't make it. He was doing a souffle. Couldn't walk away from the uh, well, the stove. The vibration would just cause it to fall. Oh, God, whatever. <laughs> All right, so yes, get outdoors this weekend. And you know, as we talked about today, camping is so much fun. You can do it in the tent. You can do it in a camper. Uh, yes, get outdoors this weekend, though. Take some kiddos with you in Hammer Home Firearm Safety and look and see if there are some shooting clubs uh, in your local area, like uh, John Scout was talking about, and possibly joining an actual shooting team. It's not expensive at all. No, it'd be so much fun. A great activity the whole family can participate in. Uh, and then go camping when you're done. That's it. And whatever you do, just do it with Cat Daddy. That's a great thing. All right, so we got to go. We will return next week. Yes, we will. We will. <laughs> Peace out. God bless you in the United States of America. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.